This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here with you in the studio with the incomparable Suze McLeod. She just shook her head at me. Yeah, I don't like that word. She doesn't, why don't you like the word? Because uh, I can be compared to people. It's also true. Yeah. It's sort of a nice way of saying you're wonderful and I'm glad you're That's here. That's really and, kind. Yeah. yeah. I so, want to stay humble though. So yeah. today. So just, la, 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 yeah. la. I couldn't hear anything you said. Um, so we are uh, dropping episodes every single mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. Um, especially during this season where the coronavirus is causing kind of just the whole world to be turned upside down. And uh, we said this in a few episodes, but these are these are like snapshots of mm-hmm. time. So how mm-hmm. we're processing today? Oh yeah, it's a it's a great opportunity for us in the future mm-hmm. to come back and just kind of listen to mm-hmm. what it felt like and yeah. where our thoughts were at. Right. And the hard part about all this is that um, we only know what's happening today. Yeah. But we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So even by the time we air this, we're or we're recording this a few days, maybe a week, a week actually even. before it yeah. airs. Yeah. And a lot can happen between now and then. Which everyone is feeling. Everyone. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah, the president just released uh, a tweet. And um, and he said, I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, he said, text message rumors of a national quote quarantine are fake. Capital F, capital A, capital K, capital E. There is no national lockdown. CDC Gov has and will continue to post the latest guidance on COVID-19 coronavirus. So that even the president is is hearing the national anxiety. Are we all going to be locked down? So, mm-hmm. for example, my wife just texted me because we have chickens. And she said, well, the chickens are going to have to be moved inside. Because mm-hmm. if that happens, right. then, I mean, that's food, you know? Right. And so those are things that we just have to kind of think through. And, and who would have ever thought we'd be in a world... I where know. we'd be concerned that somebody would steal our chickens. It's you know? But that's, yeah. that's Besides real. Besides a coyote, because you yes. got those. Yeah. So this is this is one of these just weird... We've never been in this circumstance. No. Um, give you another category of what we're trying to think through is we had a, a, a staff meeting this morning, all on FaceTime, and, and uh, we were trying to plan for how do we do a worship service if no one's allowed to be leave their homes? What does that look like? Mm. Um, how do we prepare for that now? Um, okay, if that doesn't happen, what's how do we do a online worship services? Um, and there's so many different avenues. So what if we, what if I have to record my sermon from home? Is that you know how do we do this? How do we right. put it all together? How do we get it to people? And and thankfully there are amazing technological ways. Like we already have solutions to all of these. But right. But it's just the, even the fact that we're thinking about these things is we would have never is nuts. Six months ago, if I said to you, "Where's digital discipleship going in 2020?" Right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, all the naysayers on digital discipleship. Yeah. You know, I've been pushing this like for a I year know you and a half. This is right? your heart. Yeah, this you're is like, like my digital thing. discipleship. Yeah, and I'm just like, there's such vindication right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, so excited for the future of just actually bringing the word of God on mm-hmm. this platform. You know, mm-hmm. so this has actually been really good for I think our entire body to see the unbelievable value here. So yeah, but there's a question that you and I um, we need to we need to work through. And, yeah, we and, were talking about this before we recorded. Right, which is this is not a question anybody submitted. This is no. a question that that we were just processing. Because we're trying to see in our hearts yeah, yeah, where we're at. Because it's a vulnerable time. And I'd be lying if I said one of us didn't cry when yeah. we were talking about it. So yeah. just to kind of give yeah. you know your audience a little bit of insight. So the question is, what have you learned about yourself in this time of national crisis? Suze, 
you're great with child. Mm-hmm. A month away. You are so, eight months great. Yep. I remember in the podcast, I'm not supposed to use I that know, word. So. I know. You, we've used it enough. Now we've made light of it. All right, good. Um, what have you learned about yourself? I was I was telling you before that we have so many plans made to have, bring a baby into the world. And it is the most joyful experience. And both of my both of my times where I've had my boys have been incredible. People come and visit. Mm-hmm. I buy paper plates so we can eat all the food that comes in and... I just don't know what to expect. And that's really painful because I just read the other day the hospital is on lockdown. So the boys at this point won't be able to visit their new brother or sister. Michael. <laughs> Michael, maybe. And no, not Michael. Just so everybody is <laughs> clear. Yeah, yeah. It's not, he's not on the list. <laughs> Again, with all this crisis, now I'm like, what name do we cho- choose to pick to fit it, fit this? But anyway. Fat tire. That, that, that aside, Sorry. let's put that aside. <laughs> It's going to be different. That's because that was a beer. Corona was a beer. That I know. Beer I know jar. those are okay, all beers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just our audience. I was like, oh man, they don't know that. They're all, yeah. Oh, goodness. Carry on. So I've been thinking about giving birth and not being able to have anybody visit. I've also been thinking about what am I going to do with my boys when I'm giving birth? Because I have all these people that were willing to watch them for me. I don't have family around. Like there's all these question marks in the air right now. And they're scary. They're number one, they're scary. So, but I'm trying not to be afraid. What's crazy? I'll tell you this my word, I get a word every pregnancy. It's just something I pray through. And my word this pregnancy has been unafraid. Mm. And I cannot get over the irony of wow. that word. So, I'm going to bring this baby into the world. And the song has been no longer a slave to fear. Mm. And that's what's happening is I'm not allowed to give into that fear because God's given me that word, so I have to trust him. But it is painful to think about mothers out there. I'm sure you can relate to this. You buy your kids all the matching clothes and you get them in the hospital and you sit in the bed and you take, it gets me choked up. You take a picture of your new family and we're not going to get that. So, excuse me. God is overseeing everything. You and I were talking about before this how maybe God wants you to have more time with your family instead of going on a trip, and he wants you to relax that way, and that is so personal from God, and yet God is overseeing the health of the whole world right now too, right? And he's providing. We're in the grocery store last night, and I thought, how are they going to get enough bread in, and what are they— God's providing all of those things right now. Mm. The yeast in our cabinet is there, like— So he's personal and yet he's over all of this. I've learned a lot. So the other big component of this is I'm learning what I put my put my joy in. And if my joy is in this picture in the hospital bed, like having that moment, that's not eternal joy. My eternal joy should be in my children coming to know the Lord and mm-hmm. living for kingdom. And so now what I get to do is I get to think about being in the hospital room and being unafraid and being a minister to the nurses that are going to be coming in and out. Cause that's basically who I'm going to get to see. Yeah. So that's really vulnerable. Mm. How about you? Let's think about the nurses. I had a meeting um, on Thursday, the couple with a new staff member mm-hmm. and, um, and, and an outgoing staff member, just kind of all of us getting together and, and uh, she, one of the women, is a nurse. And so mm. she said, I just can't because my – so her whole personal life mm-hmm. is on pause mm-hmm. because she's expecting that she's being exposed. So she's mm-hmm. she's just kind of self-quarantined outside mm-hmm. of work. work, you know. But just that, like the 
sacrifice and the unmet expectations and the relationships that kind of get put on pause. And, um, there's a lot, I mean, it forces you to look in the mirror and then, mm-hmm. um, it was yesterday. I think my wife and I were bickering and, and then my oldest daughter got attitude and we were kind of like done. We're like, you know, we're done. And she's like, she, she says, have you considered that you're stressed and that when you're stressed, everyone gets stressed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. Right. Um, she was right. Um, and so I think that's what I've learned is that I've learned a couple things. So big picture. Um, in, in times like this, I look around and I get to see what everyone is made of. If you're a Mm -hmm. leader, we Mm -hmm. talked about this, um, in one of our other podcasts about the coronavirus, but if you're a leader you are just watching what everyone's made of. And again, just cause you see bad things doesn't mean they're the worst people. Everyone's Mm got stuff, you know? Yep. All of our first reactions are flesh. Right. Yeah. Um, some people fight. They, they lean into it. They're like, let's go at this thing. Some people freeze. Mm-hmm. Some people flee. I'd probably say I am a fighter by nature, um, but I think I'm a fighter. I wish I could say that's admirable because sometimes there's a crisis. You need to just chill. You right. need to freeze. Right. Sometimes you do need to run away from it. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's not always the best attribute to have. Right. I think in this circumstance, it has paid off. Um, because the church needs us to lean in. Yeah. Um, the people of Bartlett need us to lean in. The people of Carroll Stream need us to lean in and kind of just get our heads together and figure this stuff out and figure out how to provide spiritual community. So like everyone is concerned with physical things. Mm-hmm. And so our job is to meet the physical needs when there's a lack, but really to provide that spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. Because it is essential. There is no mm. thriving. You may be mm. fat and happy, but there is no thriving unless mm. unless the people of God, the word of God, worship of God, right. God in you right. are are centered, you know? So mm. just thinking that like what we're providing is foundational mm. to their existence and thriving, not just mm. they're eating their next meal. We want to make sure both happen. So you're saying you can thrive in crisis? I can, but... Folks can in general. But there's a problem to this side, which is... If you're not keeping up with me, I can be really annoying to you. Oh. And I'm like, so like, that's just the thing. I'm mm-hmm. working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it inside of myself. And it doesn't mean that keeping up with me is a good thing. Right. That's not, a, that is not a self pat on the back. That is like a, sometimes I don't know when to stop and when right. to just smell the roses and to just chill out and let the Lord be the Lord. Mm. Um, part of that is a, is a control issue. Mm-hmm. Wanting to take things into my own hand, be over prepared. Mm-hmm. Preparedness is a wonderful thing, but it can also be a controlling thing, right? Totally. So just watching that, you, yeah. you know. Um, I've learned that when I think about when I was laying in bed last night, I was I, I couldn't sleep after I got up at like five thirty, and I just my brain was restless, and I sleep like a baby, like anxiety and worry, not my thing, right? Right. I mean, I worry, but not not this is not how I function. I've got other issues that are way bigger, but it was interesting that like I was worried. Mm-hmm. And what I was worried about was my comforts. Um, I was worried about my heating going out. Mm. I was worried about, can I eat the kind of food I want? Right. I was worried about just simple pleasures that I learned to give myself every day. So I was reading online uh, last night from the time of this recording about a family in Italy who 
their lessons and what they learned on having a, an entire national quarantine. Oh, yeah. And so one of the things they said is, I can fast from food. My one regret is not stocking up on coffee. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, hmm. And my immediate thought was scheduling my Monday to go find espresso. Yeah. And I know exactly where it is. I know exactly what kind to get. And I'm confident they're not out because it's sort of a rare whatever, you know. And so I'm going to go after this. I'm going to go buy that. And um, yeah, that's and, so funny. But it's also for my wife as well. Like that's so if there are again, it's not sin to find like comfort. Like that's not my issue. I just right. it was interesting though where my brain went to and it actually kept me up. Thinking about oh, my I lack of comfort. You. You know? I know, I know. Uh, I am an Enneagram seven, which, if you know what that means, all of this right. begins to like make totally. sense. Totally, um, yeah. So that that would, I would say is a a big one, and um, I don't know that I have words to put into like how much that probably motivates me in good times and bad. Even even my go getemness, I could say there's a part of it that's control, right? Mm. A lot of it is not wanting to let people down. So that I don't have to experience their anger later. Mm -hmm. I'd love to say it's all altruism. I'd love to say it's all just, I love you. That's it. And I do. Like my heart would do anything for anybody. Anything. Right. right. But there is a part of me that's like, I'm also trying to preserve my relationships and my long-term comfort and mm -hmm. not let people down so they don't think negatively of me or right. show them that I'm a good leader or all these other mm -hmm. <sighs> Dumb insecurities. You know what I mean? Like right. what my kids Well, do, we all have you know? yeah, we all have them. Totally. So um that's one. I also I, I have also learned I'm I'm willing to do whatever. Like when crisis hits, mm. depending on the kind of crisis, this kind of stuff, I'm like, lean in, let's go, let's leave. Right, it's a virus. Yeah. Yeah. So um there is something interesting I've learned about myself in that way. But um I lean into it, but I also am very self protective of my comforts. So you might keep the coffee hidden in the cabinet but have 20 people come in your home. No, actually, if I had space. 20 people come over, this is my issue with my comforts. I love to share them. I would oh. rather have... Yeah, you do share your comforts. I would rather yeah. have one cup of coffee with 20 people than mm -hmm. 20 cups of coffee all alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm with you. It doesn't even make sense because then they all leave and I'm like, oh, I wish I had my coffee. Right. You know what I mean? But in the moment, I'm always going to throw the party. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a thing. I just, I can't say no to the party. I'll give you anything you want if you come in my house. Um... Yeah, so I think we've learned a lot, and and we're just at the beginning. I think if we ask ourselves this a week or two from now, we'll mm -hmm. probably like be like, oh, there's more pieces of my heart because I know. I'll be we so haven't even been to that see. challenged yet. Yeah, right? right. I mean, wait till I mean if it gets deeper, uh, which nobody knows. I mean, this thing could break in a week. This thing could last for two more months. I mean, there's there's people talking eight weeks. Mm -hmm. There's people talking two weeks, mm -hmm. and um, wish we knew. So, I think that's um, yeah. So, what are we made of? We're made of some really admirable things because the spirit is in us. We're also made of some sinful things because mm -hmm. we have flesh. And uh, it's also, I think, as I got past this weekend, my level of just grace for everybody is just going mm -hmm. up and up and up and up and up. Oh, that's great. So I also learned in the first couple days of a crisis, that's where I'm like, who's with me? Who's not? Oh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also not realizing people need a couple days to acclimate. Right. I don't. Uh, I need a couple days to calm down. Uh-huh. It's just different. We yeah. all get to the same place. Yeah. We all get to, all right, what do we got to do? Uh-huh. We get there in different ways, in different times. I just feel out of control in those first couple of days. So I'm like, this is my problem. I'm driven to make the best choices. That's mm -hmm. what I'm always, what's the best choice? Right. I want to win this. I want to win. 
you can't win in a crisis because (laughs) there's no actual category for it yet. And I can't look at history and go, oh, when this virus happened in blah, blah, blah season, this is what the best choices were. So now I'm in trouble because then I'm sitting there going, I don't know the best choice. I'm not going to win at this one. (laughs) Man. Yeah. It's humbling. There we go on that one. That was real. Yeah, that was real. Bill Church, hope you guys enjoyed getting a little glimpse into uh, the light and the dark of our hearts. And I want to invite you back. We're going to be back every day this week and uh, just answering questions related to this topic. And uh, if you have any questions, go to vcob.org. You can submit them there. And uh, we'll just keep going after some of your questions. We want to love you. We want to serve you in this time. We want to open up God's word. We want to think biblically and help you process this for the glory of God. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 